Hello world, welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude Podcast with Bobby and Steve, episode 66. We're rolling right along now. Yes, sir. We're getting it. Um, crazy week for both of us. I like to say that at the Packed beginning. Packed week. Yeah. <laughs> I still got more to do because I've been procrastinating. <laughs> Wait until the last minute, it only takes a minute. That's what That's I'm right. saying. So, um, this week... The will of God. Yep. That's what we're going to talk about, guys. Like, So I recently read a book that Bobby gave me that he read a while ago called Sidetracked in the Wilderness. And um, it talks a lot about basically like how the Israelites, after they left Egypt, you know, hey, like why were they in the wilderness for so long? Why were they sidetracked there? And most, well almost all of them didn't get to that left Egypt, didn't get to go into the promised land. Right. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about that, like what, what does it mean to be in the will of God? Like the whole point of our podcast, right. Is like, let's do, let's do this practically. Right. Like how do we apply it to our lives? And, and I think that, um, that's going to be a big question, right? Like, how do I, how do I live in the will of God? How do I know what the will of God is? You know, especially like, what is the will of God on my life? Mm -hmm. Right. Like sometimes we like to, we like to say like, like we can say what the will of God is. Right. But like, what about me? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's pretty much the same for all of us. Well, and sometimes we want it, right? Like we want to look at it at the specific level. Yeah. Right? Like what is it that God wants me to do? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and that, that's more purpose, right? Like, and not will like in, in my opinion, right? Like if you look at it, like, Hey, what does God want me to do with what he's given me? Mm -hmm. Like he's created you for a purpose and that purpose is what you're looking for, not his will. Mm -hmm. Right. Because his will is laid out in the scriptures. Yeah. And, um, and so, well, go ahead. I just kind of had like an epiphany. Like if you think back to like what was going on with the Israelites in the wilderness, it was like, why did you bring us out here? You know, mm -hmm. like, so it was like, this was not something that was where I planned on taking this, but it was like, why did you bring us out here? Like, you know, like we we're better off back there eating the, the leeks and whatever, right? Like, or whatever it was, uh, you know? So it's like, they were confusing God's will with what the purpose was. Right. Yeah. And, well, and, and because of that, that's why they suffered all the things. And he yeah. goes over that in the book, right? That's why they go through all those different snake bites and the. Uh, right. But I don't remember him discussing purpose. No, he didn't. Yeah, know, he like, purpose. So. But, but I think that's for like the big thing, like the big takeaway from the book was um, all the complaining that we do. Yeah. Right. And then I, and how we're like trying to pray, trying to do these things. And it's like, God wants to do these things in our life again. Right. right? And if we're just in his will, right. Um, then things go good. And, and there was an illustration that was kind of like the the big thing that we've been talking about with the high schoolers yeah, recently. And, and they love it. And I love it. Like, <laughs> I'm a simple guy, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> so how can you break it down simply for me, right? So like, if you're, if you're as a parent, right? Like, and you're, you're, your child is riding their bike out in front of your house and you tell your child, hey, you can ride your bike, just stay on the sidewalk and, you know, you can go from on the sidewalk from our house to the neighbor's house and back to the neighbor's house on this side, just back and forth on the sidewalk. Right. Then you go inside and leave your child outside and you watch from the front window and you go, they're on the sidewalk, right? Like they're in my will right mm -hmm. now. Like as long as I stay on the sidewalk, it's good. Right. There's no reason as a parent for you to say anything to your child because they're in your will. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, but if they go off the sidewalk into the street, like, Hey, get back here. Like, what are you doing? And like, that's right, it. Right into the neighbor's lawn. Yeah. Riding through the neighbor's lawn or something like, get over here. What do you, that, that's it. You lost your, your chance to, to ride your bike right now. Or, but the, uh, on the flip side, right? Like the child can't get any more in your will. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so thinking about like how that is with God, right? Like sometimes like, Hey, like we're such emotional creatures, right? And like God gave us emotions for a reason, but but we're so emotional and we want that emotional high, right? We want to be up on the the mountaintop. We don't want to be in the valley. So we we 
tend to think like when we're in his will and we're not doing anything greater or we're not get we're not at that emotional high that God isn't with us or that we're not hearing from God mm-hmm. or that we're alone and you know we feel like we're doing something wrong like why 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 do we do that to ourselves right like maybe you're not hearing anything right now because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, yeah exactly and what's funny is multiple conversations over the last couple of weeks with high schoolers right like I mean, we had two of them come basically into the office. Like I need to talk. And it's <laughs> like, they're like, I feel like, you know, like God isn't there. I feel alone. And then one this past week that came up to me, he's like, like, I, I feel weird. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing more, but like, I'm not like, I, I kind of feel like, like God isn't really speaking to me, but I don't feel like it's a bad thing. And, you know, like trying to like explain that. And, uh, like, and I think that's where a lot of the times we get, like, we feel like if we aren't at at a positive five, then God isn't working in Mm -hmm. this. Right. Like, or, or we're doing something wrong. Like, why isn't God doing this? And, um, one of the kids this week came up and was talking to me about that. And I told him, I said, like, look, dude, like if, if you're in his will, right. Like there's no reason to hear from him right? Like keep doing what you're doing. I was like, and then he's going to go, Hey, I want you to do this. Mm -hmm. And you do that. Like, he's going to say, Hey, I want you to ride your bike now down to the end of the street. Right. Like, and then he opens up the boundaries. Right. Now you get to the end of the street and you're like, Oh, cool. This is awesome. Right. Like, and you get that emotional bump that you're looking for. And then you come back, you know, but you shouldn't go negative. You, why, why do we do that? Right. Like we always go negative because that's where we started. Negative attention, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a child trying to get that negative attention. <laughs> Any attention is, is good, even a negative. But that's where we started, right? Like think about, I mean, there are people who've been Christians their entire life, right? Like, and, and I, I think when I think about those people, right. And I look at him like Benny, right? Like Benny's like not his entire life, but a long time he's been a Christian. Like he just seems to be like coast and ride along. Right. Like, yeah. and like nothing really like affects him. Right. Like it's not like, like anything could happen. And Benny's like, yeah, whatever, whatever the Lord says, right? Like, but one day, yeah, <laughs> one, one day. day. But we started like I know I haven't been a Christian like a long time, right? But so, like I'm like, well, I remember what that negative side was, right? Versus what um, what it, the positive is. Sorry, my brother is calling me from Africa right now. But <laughs> sorry, bro, I'm in the middle of a podcast. I'll call <laughs> you back. Um, so we we have uh, the negative side that we're used to. And so instead of coming back to a zero, like where Benny is like, Oh yeah, I'm still in his will. Right. Like mm-hmm. we're, we drop bet. Like, well, why isn't he talking to me? Why isn't he, yeah. you know, like yeah. we go back to what we remember. Um, we go back to the flesh, right? Like the, to the three selves. And that was a whole nother story. But um, so we go back to what we remember versus where we should be like mm-hmm. in his will all the time. So. Oh yeah. Because you're comfortable there. Yeah. You know, you, you know what it's like in chaos. Yeah. And you're used to it. Right. Yeah. And, and, but then who do you depend on usually when you're yourself? Be- yeah. Because you've been there before, you know that. Yeah. Well, so. it's like the whole cycle of, you know, the book of judges, right. Mm-hmm. You know, on needing a rescue and then they turn away and then they get, you know, all this chaos happens and then they repent and then they, you know what I mean? It's just this cycle that happened. And that's us. Right. And mm-hmm. what is it? Like everybody was doing right in their own eyes. Yeah. You know, in their own eyes. And what going back to the bicycle, cause this is where I, I took the high schooler this week. Um, you know, cause he was asking like, well, like, so God's going to, going to give me more. I was like, yeah, eventually he'll give you something else to do. And as you, as you stay in his will and you do that, you'll get more and more and more. And like, eventually you'll just be like, Hey, like go to that neighborhood across the street, yeah. you know, like, and, and keep doing what you're doing. But like, I think what, where a lot of the times we struggle is like, we think that something that happens to us negatively is God's fault. Right. Like, uh, or is in some people, and I've, I've heard Christians say, well, like, you know, God's just testing you right now. Like, Mm -hmm. like 
I, again, I go, I'll go back to the bike, right? Like as a father teaching my kids to ride a bike, I'm not putting potholes in the way <laughs> yeah. like for them to like crash into, right? Like I'm holding onto that seat and I'm like running alongside them and I'm like, here's going to be my test. I'm going to let go and see how it goes. If they start wobbling, I'll, I'll grab it again, right? Mm -hmm. Like, all right, yeah. keep going, like yeah, yeah, get yeah. stable, right? And I think that's how God tests us. It's not, he's not putting potholes and ramps and yeah. like, he's like, Hey, like, okay, I'm going to let go and see how you do. Okay. Yeah. Like as a loving father, right. Correct. Not like, not like the enemy who's like, here's a pothole. Let's <laughs> yeah. see what you do. Right. Like, so, um, I think that's one thing as Christians, like we, we should really, um, understand understand and be careful like to tell especially new believers right like it's like well the lord's testing to see like he's refining you like yes there is a refining process a sanctification process and that takes you back to that verse in romans 8 where it's like he works together all things for good mm -hmm. right like it's not him putting the pothole but he's going to help you through that pothole and it's going to be good when on the other side of it mm -hmm. right like it's not um and I, because romans 8 28 is that what it is? Mm -hmm. I think it is. That's the one, one of the ones that like just drives me nuts. Yeah. Right? Like, because I, I, at my, when my dad passed, that's what somebody said, like, God works together, all things for good. Like, shut up. Yeah. Like my dad just <laughs> died. Like, I don't, it's, there's nothing good right now. Right. Yeah. Like, so I think that's where, um, as Christians, we really need to be careful. Well, and, it's funny because, you know, you were having that conversation with that high schooler in Phoenix was, was in the midst mm -hmm. and, and, you know, like, I'll tell you that I will say this, like on a little side note, right? Like, so you were teaching foundations in Phoenix state and foundations in Missouri the whole time. And it's like, you know, my, like, I know I pour into my kids, you know, but I want for my kids to have other people that I know are solid that they can go to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I know that like over the course of time, I know both the boys, but Phoenix has like built that because right. like afterwards when we were driving home, like he was talking about the whole conversation <laughs> with you and that other high schooler. And uh, it was awesome, dude. Cause it was like, dude, that's what I said. Phoenix, that's what I want, man. I want you to have uh, other adults in your life, men that are, that you're going to take lessons from and that you can trust. Because I said, I know that I'm going to say things and you're going to, you know, not that you disregard it, but it's like, Oh, okay. But it's reinforced when, you know, like you are speaking into his life and stuff like that. Right. But one of the things he, he was saying, because you had mentioned, um, you know, that quote where it's like, uh, uh, preach the gospel and when necessary use words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and he's, and he went back to, you know, you, probably from the podcast and just talking about how, you know, people wanted to, you know, throw that verse out at you. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was like, dude, that's not what you needed. But if they would have been there for you and demonstrating and showing you the love of God. Yeah. Right. Cause I know a lot, and we even talked about it where like some people like don't like, that phrase because it's like well how am i supposed to and it's funny because we talked about it too right like how am i supposed to show that uh i'm preaching the gospel by the way i'm mowing my lawn and yeah. then it's funny because you're like well then go mow the neighbors yeah, yeah. Mow, the, mow the neighbor's lawn you know what i mean but in those situations like that's where those those things are where it's like dude like if it's if all this in the bible is written and it's in, in it's in my life guess what it's going to play out in my life and i don't have to um you know, be, uh, what would it be like? Uh, I don't have to just like parrot, you right. know, verses and things like that. Right. But you don't have to know the address. You don't have to yeah. give them the scripture because you're living the scripture. And what's funny, like I was telling Will about like Phoenix, cause I was like, man, this was such a good conversation. <laughs> I was trying, I was supposed to leave early. Remember I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah, leaving right when church is done. But like, I was like, it was such a good conversation. I was telling Will about it. And I was like, it's like, what's crazy is the stuff I'm saying is the same stuff that Bobby tells Phoenix all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. I was like, but as, as kids, as, as even as adults, right? Like there's people that we will listen to and then there's people yeah. that we won't. Right. Like, I'm not saying that he's not listening to you, but it's like, Oh, like, like when dad says it, it's like, yeah, dad, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, then you hear somebody else say, you're like, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And then you repeat it back to you. And you're like, I said that like, you know, like, cause it happened. Like over the last week, everybody has, has, well, not everybody. I have realized <laughs> everything I say is something that somebody else said. Like, yeah. I don't have an original thought, right? Like, it's the same. It's funny because we were talking about that when we were doing the men's study on yeah. Monday and we were like going like, oh, but that was what that person said and this person said, I'm like, dude, I don't have anything that's like original. You know what I mean? Like, it was, but that's how we're learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, like even that being said, 
right? Philosophy and everything that anybody's, anybody's taken, it's from somebody. You're looking for all these things to draw from to help you, you know, carve out where you're going in life. Right. And it's like, and everything that we're doing is coming from here, right? Yeah. Like the people that we're reading, the people that we're quoting is coming from scripture. It's just like, oh, like that makes so much more sense exactly. to me in that way, right? Like, so it's it's awesome. Like I called, like, so on Benny, right? Like that quote of like, hey, teach them about Jesus when necessary, use words. Mm-hmm. I call it a Bennyism because that's where I heard it from was <laughs> Benny, right? And Benny's like, no, dude, that was Martin Luther. Like, okay, I don't read Martin Luther, so... <laughs> Benny said it. <laughs> like, uh, and then Joe this week really got me, man. The, I get to, I yeah, don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Change your, change the way you talk to yourself, right? Like instead of being like, I have to go do this, be like, I get to go do this because yeah, I've done that so many times. Like I got it. I have to go to youth group. Uh, I got so much work to do and blah, blah, blah. No, I get to go yeah. to youth group, right? I get to go be a leader there. It's a, it's a privilege to do that versus... I have to a chore. Yeah, yeah. What was it? One of the things that he has that he said, I forget what he said, yard work, right? Like yeah. something you have to do. Yeah. Taxes, something you have to pay. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like us going and serving. That's not something that we have to do. Yeah. That's something we get to do. Yeah, absolutely. So another thing that we get to do is being in the will of God. Right. Mm-hmm. And knowing that because, you know, choose to sin, choose to suffer. <laughs> right. Yeah. And one of the things, even in that book, you know, like one of the things that we, you know, it's been a while since I read it. So I am going to re- reread it, but, um, you know, just even on prayer, right? And we talked about that, like, just like, you know, look at the Israelites and where they were at and everything that he had provided. Like, dude, could you imagine like, you know, yeah, you're eating, you know, manna all like and getting tired of it. But like, if you take yourself out from that situation, like, dude, this is coming from where? Yeah. From you know God I mean? himself. Like yeah. God himself is getting like, this is insane, you know? And so when we pray, you know, like, if we believe that he's good and believe that he provides for us. So our prayer shouldn't be like, Oh, well he missed the mark and he's not, he's not working on my time. Hey, you know what? Like he heard what I said. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to be on him to make sure like he doesn't forget and miss things like I do. Right. Or it's like, I don't know. I I told you that. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) But he doesn't forget, you know, like we forget, but he in that sense knows and we, and where does our confidence lie? walking by sight that's where our confidence lies but we don't walk by sight we walk by faith not by sight yeah. you know that's that whole and like going back to that prayer thing because like so many good things in that book <laughs> like like boomerang prayers right oh, yeah, there like, you go like that's what he calls them boomerang prayers where you're like praying to god for the same thing every day like god deliver me from porn god like i just don't want this addiction anymore i want to get delivered from porn god every single day you're praying the same thing and he said he was he had been doing that right and then finally he he prayed it again one day like god deliver me from whatever it was i don't remember what his his thing was but deliver me from this and god was like i did Hmm. but you keep picking it up like oh man (laughs) like okay like that is huge right so then changing the mindset of your prayer like like recognizing in that moment when that temptation comes right like being like God, thank you for delivering me yeah. from this. Like, I, like I could pick this up again, but I'm not going to because you delivered me from it. And like changing your your prayer time to something like there are certainly things where like you should be praying until it happens, right? But it's like also like, are you saying it in in the intention of knowing that he he will, or are you doing it like a wish, like a genie, right? Like mm-hmm. like hey, like God can you deliver me from this? Like, and then it hasn't happened. So like, okay, he must not have done it. Yeah. Right. Like, no, like one of the things that even my wife sh- showed it to me and like, I was like, Oh man, that's so good. Like when you pray, like at the end of your prayer, before you say, amen, say, thank you for answering my prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, because he's going to, mm-hmm. right. Like, and I was like, Oh, that's so good. Like, so you mean like, like receiving it maybe? Yeah. Receive it. I mean, I don't know where I heard that before. It <laughs> might be in one of these books, but, um, right. But receiving it, cause it's the difference of being able to, Hey, you know what? I, like God, I want to walk in this. Like how many scriptures, right? God works all things for, for good for those who are called in accordance to his purposes. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that, so then what's the difference? Cause you haven't received, like you're not taking it and applying it and using it, Yeah, you know? And so the prayers that we pray and that's so good too. Cause it's just like, you know, God, I'm bringing this to you. And, and when you pray in that manner, knowing like, Hey, I'm getting ready to go before the Lord 
with what I'm going to say. And I know I'm so guilty of just like, just processing as I'm going, mm -hmm. right? Instead of like, really like, hey, what do I, what am I, like, I'm going before the Father right now. What am I, what am I asking for? You know, and really purposely thinking that. And if I, if I took the time to think that and knowing like, hey, he wants to give me whatever I'm going to ask, but again, in accordance with his will. So then I should really be purposeful of what it is and knowing that, hey, because I know this is going to bring glory to you. And this is what I'm asking, why I'm asking for it. And God, I know that you are going to answer it and how you're going to answer it. Right. But thank you for that. And help me to just align however it lays out. Help me align to you knowing that you are answering it in that manner with, with that in mind, as opposed to the way I want it done. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's huge. Like, I think we, we, we get to a point where, or maybe we haven't got to the correct point yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Like where we're, we think that and society plays a role and like just where we live in the United States, like all these different things play roles in this. Right. But like, we always look at things like look at Christianity, like it's supposed to be like prosperity, right? Like mm -hmm. it's supposed to, like we're supposed to get something for, mm -hmm. for believing in Christ. And we do, but I think we try to apply it to this world, mm -hmm. right? Like where it's like, Oh, like God, I'm, I'm doing all these things. And like, like, I love you and I'm following you. Like, can't I just like, can't we do like make this available to me help me do this, help me do this versus, like God, like I get eternal life mm -hmm. because of my faith in, in your son, right? Like, because you called me to that, like, and so whatever I face here, I'm, I just can't wait for them, yeah. right? Like to stand blameless before you, right? Like, and knowing that like, man, like I, I think we mess up in, in expecting we, <laughs> full circle, right? Like we put, we put God in a box and we expect him to do things for us in a certain way. But yeah, And and that's where it all goes wrong. In my opinion, like that's where it's like, okay, I was looking at it. Like I wanted this Lord. And, and we see looking back, hopefully we do that self-reflection we look back and we go, you did answer my prayer. It wasn't the way I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be or the way I wanted it to be the way I was hoping it would be. But um, you did answer it, right? Like, yeah. Well, and think about it. We've been talking about the Israelites and completely not the way we were planning on this, but that's, you know, <laughs> but we were looking at the Israelites and, and guess what? Like they were crying out to God because they wanted deliverance from the, the, the way in the position that they were at in Egypt. Mm -hmm. They wanted out. They wanted, they wanted out and God's like, cool. Like you guys are coming to me. I've heard your cries. I'm gonna get you out. You know what I mean? And then they get out and what do they, what do they want? Like, this isn't what we wanted. Like, let me go back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? So it's like, you know, I love the, the, the analogy or, or not analogy, but the way that they say it, right? Like God, God took him out of Egypt, but he spent 40 years trying to get Egypt out of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's like, that's where we're at, you know, and, and instead of, you know, coming with Argentina, it's like that song from, um, Cody Carnes, right? Like, um, I'm sorry that I came with my own agenda. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dude, Lord, I don't want to come with my agenda. What do you want? You know, what is it? And, and how it goes, you know what I mean? And I think like, especially over the course of this year, you know what I mean? Like, it's not what I would have asked for, you know what I mean? But man, look at how, look at how, how God has worked. I mean, just even, just even thinking about it in my marriage, you know what I mean? And, and, and Deanna and I were talking about it, um, last night, actually, as a matter of fact, and it's like, um, She's like, I've always appreciated you. She's like, and I've always known the 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 man that you were called to be. She's like, and that's why I was so frustrated with you when we were going through all the all the stuff that we were going through. She's like, but she's like, now us coming out of this, she's like, I have more of an appreciation for our marriage, more of an appreciation for you because I know, you know, like where you stand and, and, you know, just everything going through it. And it's like, yeah, like, dude, it sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, like our marriage is so much better, so much stronger and just holding on, like, God, I'm just holding on to you. Cause I know you got this and you know what I mean? And just seeing those things play out and it's like, but if it's us, I'm like, God, I want this suffering. And now. 
Yeah. So here's a question for you. What's the hardest part of like, like going like the last year, right? Like, and knowing that there's more, right? Mm -hmm. Like knowing like, God, I know you have a plan. What's the hardest part? Like when, when it comes down to it, like what's the hardest part of like knowing what you're going through and like knowing there's something better on the other side, like, and you're praying and you've, you've prayed and prayed and the hardest part, like in your opinion of like, cause for me, right. Like for me, it's like, like, God, I know there's more. And I know that on that side of it, like when I get to that point where I'm just doing what you want me to do, the job I have is not going to be the job I have. So should I just quit now? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's what I want to do. Right. Like, I just want to be like, I quit now. Like it's, almost trying to like force his hand, like, come on, Lord. Exactly. Like, <laughs> right. like that's like the hardest part knowing like, Hey, like, like with this podcast, with the community, right? Like we, we had, like, I do truly believe like God has like revealed to us, like this could be huge. It might not be right. But like this could be. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, well, if I just quit work and I went and did this all the time, then it would happen quicker. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like trying to help God out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like but it's like, well, Steve, that would be really irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how you're going to eat or anything like that. So like, it's, but I, I mean, every day, like I wake up and I'm like, should I quit today? Like, <laughs> is, Lord, is today the day? No. Okay. Well, I'm going and, to work. and like you said, right. The hardest part is, is, um, not getting your hands in it and allowing him to do it, not having that control. That's the hardest part, right? Like David, right. And that's, that's exactly where, where my mind went, right? Like the, the contrast between David and Jacob, right? Jacob was told early on what the plan was, what was going to happen. He was going to get the blessing, right? Um, and the whole time he's doing everything in his power to try to take that control and make it happen faster than what it was going to be. Like, no, it, it was going to happen because, and here's the thing, because God said it was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, same thing with David, right? David gets anointed king and what ends up happening? He waits, he waits, you know, he, and here's the thing, like he waits and guess what? Like as the King's throwing spears and chucking spears at him and everything else, guess what? He leaves, you know what I mean? He, he flees. And if he was really like focused on like, Hey, this is what my calling supposed to be. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause God has given me this. He could have taken Saul out. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we've talked about it, you know, a couple of podcasts ago about in the cave, right? Yeah. And his 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 friends and his companions, they wanted the best for David. They would have never wanted to say anything or do something and put him in a place where he would have been outside of the will of God, you know, but even them trying to give him the advice, David had to know what he was doing. So for all of us, right? Like, okay, I know what you've told me, Lord, and you've told me it's going to happen, but guess what? I'm just going to trust you to make it happen. You know, and that's like kind of like, you know, a discussion that you and I had where it's like, hey, like we've like God's going to bring the next steps. He's going to bring it and he's going to do it. We just need to be the ones that are just hey, wake up every day. And you know what? Like, it's funny because uh, a-, a Ron, I'm going to call him out because he's just <laughs> he's in that mode. Right. So we're doing that that uh, Bible study over um, over the version app together. Right. And I think it, I think I just I either said it today or I said it yesterday where it's like, I would rather, and it's talking about taking control. And I was like, I would rather just leave it up to the Lord. But here's the thing, right? I need to till the ground. I need to get it ready, plant the seeds, water it, tend to it. And I'll just wait for God to be the one that's going to bring it up Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, trying to take control of it and trying to go about the other way. And how can I do these things? And how can I speed this up? And how can it's like, nope, like, God, you're going to bring the increase. You've given me the the resources that I have and I'm just going to put it, you know? Yeah. So it's not about, it's not about making it happen quicker. And it's also not about just sitting around waiting for God to exactly. do the work, right? Like there's things that we can do. And like, I can certainly try to justify <laughs> me quitting my job as a way <laughs> um, of me tilling the ground, but I know it's not right. Like I know that. And, um, and there is, it, because here's the thing, right? Like I already know that I've made other commitments with the money that I'm getting from the job that I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Like, so, um, that would the, be irresponsible to, yeah. Yeah. And, and not even that, like the commitments that I've made to the Lord with yeah. that money, right? Yeah. Like, and, um, like 
regardless of like, oh, I have a mortgage and all that stuff, I would say, okay. Yeah, uh, you said I, you were going to do something specific said, with that. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to do something specific with it, the extra that I have. And well, so I know it's at least until next summer that <laughs> I have to <laughs> right. wait, right? Like, but it's like, hey, what is like, what can, but what can I do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do with what I, what I have, the resources I have and, and prepare for what the Lord is doing. Yeah. And I think, right. So like, I think this is, you know, like obviously good. Cause it's like, okay, well then what am I supposed to do? Right. Okay. You guys are talking about the will of God and what am I supposed to do? And, and how do I know if, you know, do I lead this job? And, and, you know, uh, there was another individual that, that had called me, I think a year or two ago that came out to my mind and was like, all right, I had this opportunity to take this other job and, and it's going to be more money. Do I take it? And I'm like, okay, like, that's, that's great. You had this other opportunity, right? And it seems like good. I said, but dude, just two weeks ago, you were telling me how you and your wife were, you know what I mean? Like kind of on opposite ends because you guys weren't spending time. You guys weren't, you guys haven't been coming to church. Like you'd like to be coming to church. You know what I mean? There's some things that you talked about. Now you taking this job, is that going to allow you the opportunity to do what it is that you guys are doing? Or do you think it's actually going to actually, do you think it's going to actually put you in a place where it's only going to make those matters worse. He's like, probably make those matters worse. I said, so that's your answer right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's your answer right there. Cause more money is not going to solve your guys is, is not going to solve your issues. I said, if you already have a hard time, like kind of balancing things out right now, then you're just going to have a harder time when you end up getting more money. So that's, that's how you have to wait. You know what I mean? Just the same thing. Right. So again, what is God's will in this sense and being able to, I just had a conversation with an individual yesterday and I was like, Hey, I think this, this, and this, and I was just kind of like laying some things out. And the first thing he asked me was, okay, what are you reading right now? Biblically that's reinforcing your decision. And I said, Oh, perfect. And I was like, you know, uh, James, right. And James was like, Hey, don't say that you're going to do this, this, and this, you know, a year from now or however, however it's worded, you know, because you don't know, like tomorrow's not guaranteed. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, Hey, so like I'm, I have this in mind when I'm saying that. So yeah, I'm going to, I have, you know, the, you know, my, you know, whatever, you know, you five months, six months, year mark, whatever. I have the things that I'm like thinking that processing, you know, to this point, but at the same token, like I'm not so hard. Pre- like I didn't write that in pen. That's in mm-hmm. pencil. You know what I mean? Like, so that's where I'm at in that situation. Cause I know that, Hey, you, yeah, you might have, you know, whatever plan or whatever idea you have, but don't write it in a pen, like, cause the Lord might want to change that. Yeah. So I don't want to plan everything in, in accordance with that and see, but I'll take the steps and like what we've seen, God will course correct. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that's good. Like thinking about, um, like I, I talked, I recently had a conversation with my oldest son. Um, and I told him, I was like, look, dude, like, like, I don't care what you do with your life. Right. Like, I just want you to be, like whatever you do, do, do that the best you can, mm-hmm. right? Like if you want to be a janitor, be the best janitor mm-hmm. you can, right? Like it doesn't matter to me. I, I want you to do something though. Uh, don't just sit around waiting for an opportunity because it's not going to come. Like the world doesn't owe you anything. Right. But like, and I, I told him, I was like, dude, like think about like, you know, from the time that you came to live with me at seven years old until 18 and you graduated, like, what I've done, right? Like I was a soldier. Then I worked at the aerostat. Then I worked at target. Then I was a police officer. Then I was an operations officer. Now I'm human resources. Like, like dude, like life is constantly changing, right? Like, and a lot of those decisions I made on my own, some of them, I didn't have a choice, right? Like getting out of the army. I wanted to stay in the full 20 and getting out medically retired. Like, okay, now what? Right? Like I got to like reinvent my reinvent myself right yeah. is what i told them right but and at that time i wasn't a believer right like so i'm trying to do it all on my own strength and one of the things he was struggling with was like like who am i right mm-hmm. like who like like i've i in this town that we're in a small town right like he's like i've portrayed myself this way for so long that i feel like the only way i can be the person i want to be is to leave mm-hmm. and i was like then leave. I was like, however, I was like, you need to self-reflect and be like, okay, what can I do differently next time? I was like, because all you're doing is changing locations. If you go there and do the same thing you're doing here, then you're not going to 
change anything. I was like, it might change for a little bit until they realize, hey, look at him. He does this, this, and this, right? Like, but he says this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're not going to change the way you're living, right? Like, then you're not going to change anything. But bringing like that back, like, it's like, hey, like, life is in draft, right? Like, I, I you think, think back, like, very, very rarely does somebody like get into one thing. And then that's what they do their whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like my dad was one of those people. Like my dad, my dad like started in construction, did all this stuff. Then he got hired at SSBC and he worked there for 30 years. Right? Well, I, and I think, you know, a lot of the old generation too, like our parents mm-hmm. were more like that. Like that's what you just did. You know what I mean? Right. Think about like your, your, I don't, I mean, your grandfather, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know what, cause he was in the military too. Right. Yeah, he did a short stint in the military, and he had some some unique jobs, but they didn't transfer to the outside. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up working on like computers and yeah. did that for the government as a civilian. You know, I think and just thinking like people that you know, like you know, maybe in the like a Detroit area, right, where it's like they were you know years of people just being in that factory. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they did that and stuck to it. And now I think, you know, it's kind of like, mm, yeah, I'm not going to get stuck. Like I'm not going to, I think, I don't know, maybe our generation is a little bit different where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, just certainly generational, generationally, like, I mean now, right. Like some of the same jobs that we would have had, we would have had as high schoolers, right. Like don't even exist anymore. Now there's computers doing yeah. it, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So um, I think as we improve quote unquote society with like, you know, technology and stuff like that, things go away. And then, then you have to find a new type of niche to get into. Um, and I think that, but the, and I think that's one thing, um, that, that might be one of the issues we like that, that I see with, with churches, right? Like is like when you walk into a church, a lot of the times right now, right? Like it's a, it's a church that is doing one, one thing, right. And it appeals to one subset of people. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it generally is an older subset, right? Like, it's like, Hey, like that generation though, like what happens when that generation isn't around anymore? Right. Like you're only a couple years from being dead then essentially, right. Like the church as a whole, like as that generation, passes away the new generation is going to look at what you're doing because you tailored what you were doing to that generation like they're going to look at it and be like no and so like in that book that i'm reading right now mission drift like it's talking about like how churches um the churches that thrive are the church churches that are doing something radical Hmm. usually right like and maybe not like radical in the sense of like it's it's outside of biblical standards but they're doing something extra Right. Like they're doing something in a different way. And that's what draws the newer generation to them. Um, and we, and the, where I think the issue comes is when things are brought to, uh, leadership in churches, it's like, Hey, like, Hey, we have this idea to do this, this, and this. And it's like, well, that's not how we do things. Mm. And like, and they look at it like you're, you're criticizing them, right? Like, like, okay. Like, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that it's broken. I'm just saying it can be done better. Yeah. Right. Like, and, um, and we've talked about it with the youth group, right? Like with the youth group, like if a parent tells us like, Hey, like, I really feel like you guys could do more blah, blah, blah. like we don't get up offended by that. Yeah. Like, you know, your kids better than I do, hopefully. Right. Like it, if you think that they need more in like this type of way, like, okay, maybe we can incorporate that mm-hmm. somehow. Right. Like it's not trying to people, I think get super offended and too easily, but it's like, Hey, like nobody's saying that anything that anybody is doing is broken, but like, can what you're doing be done better? Well, you, and here's the thing, like, um, you know, like there's, there's different roles and it's like, if you're looking, uh, if you're looking down and in, right, mm-hmm. your perspective is so closed off to what's going on. If you're looking, you know, up and out, Right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, like the whole thing is, you know, like, uh, you know, think about it. Why do snipers always have a spotter? To keep a bigger picture. Yeah, because that sniper is locked in. And guess what? When he's looking through that, he's not seeing anything else but what's down that, that op. 
that right. optic, right? Yep. And and that spotter is out there because hey, you know what? Is there somebody else coming out? Is there somebody? You know what I mean? And that's the way that we should. I don't know. Maybe my perspective, right? Like, hey, like we have to be looking because look, what's what is coming on? What, dude? Blockbuster, come on. Like, let's look at from a business. Let's look at from a practical world. Look at what happened to Blockbuster. Let's look at what happened to uh, Kodak. Let's look at you know what mm-hmm. I mean. All these things, you know what I mean. Uber, like that wasn't done by uh, a taxi company thinking like, hey, you know what, we should do this with taxi. Block uh, Netflix, uh, you know, all this other stuff. That wasn't done by people that had you know, video stores that was done from somebody the outside that was like, dude, I'm tired of playing these dang late fees. Like it would be so much easier. Like, oh, bing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And those, how, those are the, how the idea is happening. Like, is it different? No, you know what? It actually, it, it improved. Like you said, right. It's not broken. Right. But you know, like as things are coming to a different place, like you have to, you have to be willing to adapt. Well, and what's funny is I recently went to a, a talking one of this lady who started her own business and like grew it from nothing to multi-million dollars whatever um and we were talking about like generations right like Mm -hmm. like so like the generation before ours like our parents right like you said like they worked for all this time and and but their parents you know like they wanted to they tried to give us the same childhood they had better but same type of uh, values and, and things like that. Right. And then we came along our generation. Right. And we're like, like our, and I'm sure your parent, your family's the same way. Both of my parents worked, right. Mm-hmm. They were never home. Like me and my brother basically raised ourselves. Right. Like, and, and we're always out in the streets. We were doing whatever, right. Having a good old time. But, it, but when our parents tried to enforce their values on us, when, because they were they were never home, mm-hmm. that didn't work, right? Like so, it, it, we would get there. It created tension, and we wanted to turn around. And when we with our kids, we're like, we'll we'll explain to them, right? So like we start explaining to them, like, well, look, you got to do it this way because blah 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 blah, right? Now fast forward, our kids are joining the workforce. We're in positions where we might not be management, but we're, we're pretty higher. We're higher up there and our kids are joining the workforce and we're like, we're like, man, these, these kids suck. They don't even work. You know, they don't do anything. They just want an explanation they, yeah, for everything. Like, like why, why? Because I told you so. Right. Because we revert back to what our parents said. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, we don't look at the fact that like we gave them explanations for everything and now they want explanations. Who's to blame? Yeah. We, well, are, we right? are. Yeah, yeah. So like. Like, and the same thing happens in the church too, right? Like look at what happened. Like when you look at what happened through the years, like looking at the sixties, right? Like look at Calvary Chapel and what happened, right? Like, like they, they changed to meet the generation that was there. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, that. And that's why Calvary exploded, right? Like, like it became that's like a, point. a great church. Now we're at a different crossroads, right? Like, are we doing what everything we can to meet the generation that's coming? Mm. Right. Like, or are we going to end up a dead church? I'm not going to say my opinion. Right. But like, but that's what we, how we need to look at it. Right. Like, can we do, can, are we meeting this generation's needs or are we still tailored to the people of the sixties who were like, this was, Oh, this is awesome. Well, that was for that time frame. Yeah. 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 That was for that. Yeah. That, I didn't even look at it like that. Like it's, it's like, that, and I didn't until right now, bro. Like, it's like, like hey, like download, right? yeah, it was like <laughs> download. Um, but like, I think like that's where, uh, and we are so not even talking about the will of God anymore, but we are. In, <laughs> well, in in a way. Same, well, here's the thing, because, right? So, like, how do okay here? But how do we do that, right? Because that would be a discussion in the sense of like, okay, what does that look like if that's the case? Well, guess what? Like, what's the will? Of, okay, here we go. You got Thessalonians open right there. Yeah. Well, but you had it better in the, in the, yeah, do that, the New right? King James. Yeah. The New King James. So first Thessalonians four, uh, starting in verse three, for this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified." For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. 
So like God's will is our, is our sanctification, sanctification, right? right. And that's, you know, Growing. yeah. And, and here's the thing, right? Like, you know, <laughs> we've talked about it before, right? Uh, you know, if you get a group of people together and you say, draw me a picture of the church, <laughs> draw a building, they're going to draw a building. You know what I mean? And that could be kids, even adults. You know what I mean? The first place they're going to go to is is that, and that's not, not the church. That's not the church, right? And so, as as you know, like I don't know how we got so far from, but you know, like just looking at that, it's like, hey, anything that you're that we're doing in in the sense of like, well, here's the thing: talking about purpose, God's will. When Jesus left, did he leave to start a religion? No. No. What did, what did he tell the disciples? To go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, in the sense of, you know, what are we doing with our lives, regardless, like, we are left here with a purpose, right? And, you know, in the beginning, we look at Genesis, and when he created man, man was what? Hey, tend the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, do it. And multiply. You know what I mean? And so, as you multiply okay, God, like I'm, I'm building, I am, you know, producing in the sense of, you know, like crops and, you know, whatever, you know, everything that I'm supposed to be doing, I'm working with my hands and I'm producing, I have a family and we are producing, you know? And so what is my life supposed to do? Because, you know, after they sin, what ends up happening? You look at the contrast between Cain and Abel and then everything that happened. And then he brings on the flood. Why? All these people were doing what they were producing. Sure. You know what I mean? And they were multiplying, you know, absolutely. But guess what? They were doing it in the, in the they weren't in his will right. doing those things, you know? And so as you look at that, our, what we're supposed to do, be doing the way that we're supposed to be living, hey, God's concerned about our sanctification. And so what does sanctification mean? Because that's a churchy term. What does sanctification mean? It's grow. Okay. Like setting like so holiness is being set apart right yeah. and the sanctification is the process of getting there right yeah. like getting to the point of holiness essentially so it's it's being the process of being set apart well and it says it in there too right like don't live like the gentiles live mm-hmm. right so there's supposed to be you know and again we talked about a couple of podcasts ago right the difference between living by the flesh and walking in the spirit Right. And so those are your, those are our guidelines and, and what that looks like. And, you know, how, how do you maintain that? And, and how do you live a life in the will of God where, Hey, guess what? You know, all right, God, you told me to, to ride it on the sidewalk. That's what I want to do. Like, that's, you know, I'm not going to go off on the, on the road. I'm going to wait for you to, you know, extend those boundaries on, on the way that you want me to ride. But I know you don't want me to be off to the left or to the right. You know, and I think in the matter of, of, of what we do with our life, like, you know, the 10, you look at the 10 commandments, right? That's, Hey, that's a good, uh, left and right lateral limit, Mm -hmm. you know? So that way, you know, like, Hey, okay, if here's the thing, if I step outside of this, now I have my opportunity to repent, turn back and then get back onto it, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and because that is going to be those things, you know, um, me, being sanctified, all that, all those layers, all those fleshly things, you know what, being removed and me not taking control in situations, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you know, you're not ready for it. Like looking at this last year, you know what I mean? Like I would not have been ready to go through what I going through, you know, certain situations two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. like I am now. Yeah, it's that process. Yeah. It's that process. I had something and I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe that's a sign. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that a sign? Yeah, it's a sign. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so sign. I had something and guys like what it comes down to is, is being just because, just because you're not hearing, right? Like just because you're not feeling something, right? Like, doesn't mean you're in a place that like God has left you. Maybe you're in his will, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe you are doing what God wants you to do. And of course we're going to fall short, right? Like we're saints who sin and we're going to fall short of, of the glory of God. Right. But getting, getting back on track, repenting, confessing, getting back on track and going, okay, 
I'm not hearing anything, but I'm going to keep doing this because I know you're, you've got something more for me. Right. Yeah. And it, it just being patient, right? Like just being patient. And it's like, what did, you know, thinking about, um, another passage of scripture that comes to mind is Saul, right? Saul's getting waiting. He's waiting for Samuel to show up, you know, and there's a battle that's raging and they're not supposed to leave <laughs> until the, right. Until the sacrifice is being offered. And Samuel's waiting and waiting, like, he, or Saul's waiting and waiting for Samuel. And he's like, he told me he was going to be here. He's supposed to be here. And, and guess what? Saul's like, forget it. Like, I'll do this because he can see that everybody else is getting antsy, mm-hmm. right? He can see that everybody else is getting antsy. And it's like, you know what? They're, we're going to end up losing people and people are going to end up leaving and all this other stuff. And he's like, you know, forget it. Let's go. Let's just offer that sacrifice now. Mm-hmm. You know, he offers a sacrifice. And of course, lo and behold, right? Isn't that the way it always happens yeah, to us? And Samuel's Samuel's walking up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, I was come, I was, I was showing up, but it's not mm-hmm. on your time. And that's when he lost the anointing, essentially. Mm-hmm. That was, right? Yeah, that was the start right there. Yeah. yeah. That's when, that was the beginning of it that because was it. he didn't wait. Yeah. And so here's the thing, like, you know, whatever it is, you know, this whole, uh, you know, this whole episode before we close it is on the will. And it's like, you know, if you're in a season where you're just, I need to wait. I need this to happen. I need like, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for it. Okay. If you're truly ready for it, wait, mm-hmm. wait, just continue to just ride. Right. That's the hard part. Yeah. That's the hard part. Right. <laughs> don't take control. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't just, just trust that God ha- has it. And guess what? This might be, you know, you might be in, in, in your marriage, right? It might, you might be in a season where it's like, Oh, come on. What is like, you know what? Just, you continue to do what you're supposed to be doing. God's watching. He's going to bless you. You just need to be obedient, be loving, be caring, be kind, gentle, right? All the things that are the fruit of the spirit. If, mm-hmm. if you're so locked on, then show that, yep. you know, don't wait, you know, let it be uh, from coming from a place that's unconditional. If you're in a place with your job and you're in your, you know, like I, I'm supposed to do this or, you know, even, you know, the hardest, I think one of the hardest ones is in ministry. When you feel like I know God's, got something for me and i know i'm supposed to be in ministry and i know i'm supposed to like okay so just wait Mm -hmm. just wait yeah it's um what you just said like is one of the things you said was kind of just like eye-opening to me like if you're so locked on Mm -hmm. like if you're in his will right like you're gonna feel that way like that teen that came to me was like I feel like there's more, but like, I'm okay right now. Right. Like I'm okay where I'm at, but look at, so like for, and this is much harder for adults, right? Like where it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I know I'm I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Right. Like, and it's like, okay, but if somebody else, maybe at your workplace were to look at what the way you're living, are you really Mm -hmm. in his will Mm -hmm. or do you need to take some stuff to the Lord? Right. Like, because that's one of those things where it's like, I I was just thinking about it. Like, where it's like, man, like, like, I know, like, I know what the Lord, like, I know what my purpose is. I don't know what it looks like yet. Right. And I'm like, okay, like, I want to make this happen. I want to make like, would the people at my work agree that I'm like just waiting on the Lord to, Mm -hmm. or is there more work that I need to do? Right. Like the people that I work with who don't know what my purpose is, could they look at me and be like, man, he's, he's ready for this. And it line up with what God's saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, or is it like, man, this guy's a jerk, you know, I don't think people at my work think I'm a jerk, but (laughs) here's the thing. That's a good, that's, I think that's always like, um, the best, is it a litmus test? You know what I mean? Miss, yeah. Is, is that that the way? Like, I can't ask you and be like, "Hey, do you think you're a good husband?" <laughs> but I can ask your wife, yeah. right? And that's going to be the one that's going to be able to validate whether you are or you're not. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I'm walking with the Lord, really. Like, let's have you asked other people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's 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 bring that up and, and get that. Man, I just got on a call. I told you about this, right? I got on a call on Monday, and somebody completely it was like a strategy call for the podcast and everything else. And this guy like ripped apart. He's like, Hey, let's open up your podcast and let's look at your website and everything else. And this dude like completely destroyed and just like tore apart, you know, things that we're doing and, and, and things to that nature. And 
like i'm like thanks man like he's like i know hearing stuff like this is hard i was like no dude because like you have you like you have a different perspective than i do and i need that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i think you know if we're not willing to ask people or if we're not willing to see those things um why you know yeah well because probably because we know that we're not doing right yeah yeah right. probably yeah we don't have time, but I was thinking, it could be done better. Well, it, well, here's the end. Like even looking at salt, right? When salt's like, oh, you know what? Nobody's gonna eat anything until we go. You know what I mean? And the men are like, are you serious? Like, like be starving? So yeah, like starving is not the the right thing to do. And then you know, here's the thing: like, you you have to be having that willingness and just open it up and. All right, God, like you, hey, you know what, God, tell me. And sometimes the Lord's not going to be the one that's going to tell you, like, you're not going to get this instant, you know what I mean? Like, he'll bring people in your life. Mm-hmm. And when you start seeing that happening, right? Like, look at David, right? The best thing that could have happened to David was Nathan coming to him and be like, hey, dude, like, you're the man. Mm-hmm. Like, all this other stuff, like, you're the man. Like, you know, and everybody loves, like, oh, yeah, you know, look at Nathan. It's like, but nobody likes it when Nathan comes to them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, but you have to know because that's where God's saying, hey, get off the street. Yeah. You know? Yelling at you. Yeah, exactly. But we better close this out because, yeah, okay. I think that's a good place to stop. Okay. Real quick, though, community. Yeah. Tell them about it. So, hey, these conversations are great. And it's, and it's awesome to have this back and forth banter with you but there's other people that are involved and and we want to hear from you and um having these discussions because you know we want to have these discussions with you yeah because having these discussions about the things that we're going through but you know what like we learn and we grow and i'm sure that there's some of you that have you know we have messages from people that you guys have reached out and like hey podcast is great and all this stuff but hey you know what like join in you know let it part of it yeah get some people get some nathans in your life that can kind of help you out with what's going on. So that way before they can, Hey, you know what, maybe, uh, maybe you need to get back on the sidewalk. Cause you're, yeah. it looks like you're a little bit off, right? You and, might get a nickname like hard checking Steve or yeah. something like that. Or Batman. Yeah. Or Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I texted him the other day. I was like, Hey Batman. <laughs> he started laughing. Right. But yeah, it's funny too. Cause normally I'm like, man, I'm normally the one with that name and you got it this time. Yeah. like, I'll embrace it. <laughs> embrace it. So, so yeah. So, you know, uh, um, guys, ignited, www.ignitedfortitudecommunity.com. You guys can, what is it? 15 bucks right now? Yeah. So right now for not too long, but for a couple of months, um, you guys can join the community. Uh, we have discussions like this. It's closed. So we don't have a whole bunch of trolls and it's not all this spam. You're not, you're not going to go on here and you're going to get somebody that's like sending you these ads about, you know, whatever Christmas gives you, you and your family were talking about. It's like, what, how did they know that? <laughs> yeah. So nobody listening on it. Um, but there's live streams, there's, there's, yep. there's chats, there's questions, there's scripture, there's all kinds of stuff happening in there. There's different communities within the community that you can yeah. join. Um, yeah, absolutely. We haven't really started pushing that that much yet. Like we're just kind of like, there's about 20 of us in there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's just getting posted in the feed, but it's, 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 created to grow so if you're a man if you're a woman yeah. if you're a veteran if you're a first responder if whatever if you're in ministry yeah like hey there's all these groups that you can join with other people who are the same way and um yeah because here's the thing like where's the person that is you know first responder mm-hmm. if they're the only christian on their you know um on their crew on their crew right on their shift who are they going to go to? How are they going to, how are you going to manage certain things? Like, and here's the thing, like, I'm, I have no idea what it's like to be a first responder. You know what I mean? And guess what? Like knowing different things, different, uh, jargons and, and all the different things that come in it. Hey man, it's good to know when you have somebody that's lined up with you, you know? Yeah. And, and here's the thing. It's not for just guys. It's men, women, right? Teens, teens, you know what I mean? Um, you got to ask your parents. So before you, Mm-hmm. You go to make sure we got to make sure that we put that. Yeah. You know, but, but here's the thing. Hey, here's the thing also, right? Like sometimes it's hard for you to go and speak to somebody live in person. So you can send, you can send us a question. Maybe you're going through some marital issues and you want to get some guidance on it. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, we have the opportunity to go live and we can do some, um, one-on-one or we can do some group, you know, um, 
I don't want to say counseling because it wouldn't be the coaching, right? In mm-hmm. the sense of like, hey, let's just kind of work these things out and, and it's all right, you know? And so that opportunity is there. So, hey, check it out. If you don't like it, guess what? You don't have to stay. You don't have to stay. you be like, it's not worth my time. Cool. www.ignitedfortitudecommunity.com. That's what it is. That's it, man. We're there. You want to close this out? Yeah. Father God, uh, thank you um, for everything that you've done in our lives and the the things that you've allowed us to do, Lord, um, the, the freedoms that you've given us, the, the responsibilities that you've given us and the, the way that you just operate in our lives, Lord, that, that we can't figure it out. I love that. I love that. It's not something where it's a, a, a paint by numbers, but because then it wouldn't be as beautiful as it is, Lord, the mm-hmm. life that you, you give us. And, um, when we talk about your will, Lord, the, the, we want to align with the way you want us to live, Lord. And I just pray that for all of us, everybody listening, for everybody in our in our community, everybody who who's even even maybe struggling right now, thinking that they aren't in your will, Lord, that that you paint that picture for them, you reveal to them that they are, or maybe they do need to be um, brought back a little bit, reined in, or they don't get to ride their bike anymore for the rest of the week, Lord, whatever the, 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 your will is, Lord, I just ask that you reveal that to all of us, Lord, and, um, reveal to us how, how we can stay in your will that, and let us, come to terms with the fact that we cannot be any more in your will Lord. like once we're in your will we're in your will we can't do better we can't work to to make you love us any more than you already do lord what we're trying to do is is please you and not do it for you for you lord for your love but to to glorify and worship you and we pray all this in jesus mighty name amen amen